I'm your host, Holiday. I'm here by myself for the Black History Month. So this month, we're going to do things a little bit different. Uh, most months we come through for Black History, we do a segment here and there about historic things, um, a couple of people, a couple of places, but not this year. Uh, this year, my son will be in the background as well. He's back there drawing, coloring. Uh, I'm at the studio. He could be in another room, but I want him in here, no matter how much noise he makes. Uh, <laughs> so each day that we post, and today is one of them, you will hear my son. What I want to talk about this month in particular is going to be concepts, concepts of black history, uh, things that are going on now in the world that are revel re relevant, as well as how we perceive them as black people, how we work through these issues as black people. Um, because we've been on black history so long, we actually really think it's history. None of this stuff is actually history. Civil rights movement's still going. Um, <laughs> so so we're going to keep keep on keeping on. And again, this is February 2023. For some reason, I can't get it out of my head. But it goes something like, Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Who that, who that, who that, who that, who that, who that, who? Who that, who that, who that want to get up with my crew? Oh, yeah, yeah. Boy, I love that song, boy. I can't get it out of my head, though, right now. Today, we're going to talk about teaching our kids black history. I didn't I didn't even, as I started approaching today, I was like, ah, do I actually want Anybody teaching my kids about black history? <laughs> because we know what was going on with the, the Kanyeezys and the Kyrieses on this earth. And the answer still is yeah. I have three science degrees, all of them in IT. Cybersecurity scientists is like a very niche of what I am. Again, I am one dissertation away from having a doctor's degree in cybersecurity. So I'm approaching this in a scientific method, right? What I want my kids to know everything there is about black history, yes. Knowing that, I also know that they're gonna come into a lot of falsehoods because a lot of falsehoods are taught as truth. And it's very hard to distinguish fact from truth as things are wiped away from history books. I would rather for them to know only the truth. However, I'm a realist and I know that in order for them to get to the truths, they're going to get fed a bunch of bullshit as well. Even if you only take religion into accountability, if all religion was fact, which it can't be, um, but if all religion is fact, if you have a person that grows up in one religion only, and they start getting exposed to another religion just on the fly, then th things will start changing. They're gonna have to consider that other religion. That's no way you could block it off. I mean, sometimes on TV, they try to make it seem all clear cut, fine and dandy, but no, it it's not like that. 
if a Muslim only learns about Christian faith, which they have to, and it's usually not a problem because in order to be a, a true Muslim, you have to know a lot of Christianity because it's built on Christianity. It's not built apart from Christianity. Now, a lot of Christians want to have you thinking opposite of that. They want you to think that Islam is an abomination because that's how Christianity works. Christianity works to only teach you one truth and that truth is fully manipulated into whatever the status quo is for wherever you're at at the time. And it's important that we know our history. This, however, um, we're coming up on 18, 19, 250 years of being in country. And since day one, they treated it just like they treated Egypt. They treated black people like they treated Egypt. Since day one, we've been slaves. Whenever slaves were freed, laws came into place to make sure they become slaves through the prison system. While those laws were still being manipulated in order to cater to the white folk. And during that whole time, there was not much talk about black history. There was a long fight just to get Black History Month, just to get a Martin Luther King Day, a longer fight in order to get Juneteenth recognized. They still hide Kwanzaa from you, and Kwanzaa is a celebratory and extension to Christmas. Uh, <laughs> like It was intentionally made not to disturb anything with Christmas. And uh, I want to say less than 90% of the people of the... I mean, less than 10% of black America celebrate Kwanzaa. Less than 10% of the 13% of the people that make America celebrate Kwanzaa. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for 250 years, we've been doing this, doing this for ourselves. We've been passing out our own history. We've been learning stuff because we taught it to ourselves. That's a lot of cultural differences between us and our white counterparts. And that doesn't make us bad people. Even though the laws would want you to think that it makes us bad people. Like, we we didn't... We, we have information out here that says that black people started selling crap because the government gave it to them to sell. <laughs> oh, the, the government put guns in the, in the hoods so that we could kill off each other. The government took education away from our black kids. The government actually takes the black people hard-earned money through taxes and funded to schools that they're not even allowed to be part of. Public taxes pays for private schooling. Private funding enables your kids to get pencils and papers and staplers and markers in school. You have to privately fund 
public schools while your public money is going to private schools. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> and on top of that, while your public money is going to these private schools, and you also are paying additional dollars in order for your kids to go to this public school, you're still not allowed to teach your kids public information at this public school. But ever since we were slaves, we've been teaching ourselves things. On top of that, it's been getting more and more like a day school. I think the 30s through the 70s, basically might have been the only real upticks that we had in our history as far as knowledge and concern. And I say that because we do we do we speak whatever our lang original languages were. And I'm saying it like this so you guys can look it up. Do you speak the language of your ancestors? The answer is no. We do not speak the language of our ancestors. Why? It was beat out of us. Do we speak, do we serve the religions of our ancestors? No. No, there, I mean, there were Christians in Africa when we came over. It was different. It was not the same thing. There was not an Anglo-Saxon pale-ass white man on a cross, on a plus sign, inside of a picture frame on a wall in a church. That's, that's not how it went, you know? So year after year, through slavery, we, we were losing touch with our ancestry. Once the Civil War ended, those rules still put in place to make sure that there was still some failure in the black community. And all this time, we've been passing stories down word of mouth, 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 word of mouth. Write a story down here and there. Word of mouth, though. And another reason why you know that we have been um, doing this word of mouth is because if you remember the tales of Bread Rabbit and all of that, that was um, a white man that became friends with slaves. They told him stories, and he took those stories and made a book and made millions off of it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> oh, they just shut down that Disney ride from those those stories and tales and stuff too. So we we were passing down history, but history gets diluted if it's not written on paper. Um, so stories change, things get wilder. If you ever had the um, practice where uh, one person will whisper a secret on one end of the room and it goes through 30 people and then the last person that the secret is whispered to turns around and tells the whole room what he heard 
and how it changes by the time it gets to the end, then you know how how it goes. But on some real, it's uh it's a big problem. Now, trigger words, CRT. But what it is, especially in Florida and Texas and South Carolina, South Carolina one of these other places too. They just do it better. They are better with doing it with smiles on their faces and the black people here are better at receiving racism because the white people are smiling when they say it. But critical race theory, they don't want white people being sad because of the things their ancestors did and the benefits that those white people received off of it. We have billionaires all through the South. We have stories right now of and it's even written on plaques that says, hey, so over the past couple of hundred years, Charleston was the rice capital of the world. How did Charleston become the rice capital of the world? Slave owners found out they slaves was, built, was making rice in, pad, in, in the marsh fields because rice was the only thing that they could grow back there. Those slaves was using the rice to subsidize their nutrients that they needed throughout the day. Slaves on to find out and then started selling the shit out of some rice. And it became <laughs> so reparations, like that that's a black man's idea to feed people that white people took and got greedy over. Ended up making a whole bunch of money off of it. And right now it's a whole bunch of rich white rice money running around this bitch while all these black people that uh, their ancestors probably are the ones that um, figured that shit out to begin with are sitting around here starving and can't afford anything. So these are the things that they would want you to know. You have a whole, we have a whole city right here that a whole section of the city that has been gentrified to the point where uh, within about 20 years there'll be no more black people in that neighborhood. And that's because they let the police in that neighborhood and they let the police in that neighborhood and let the government in that neighborhood and the police and the government went around the neighborhood and got all the property, all the waterside property, all the um, band property, just went on ahead and started sweeping it up. Oh, we go turn this into city property. We go turn this into a park. And so you can't build in the houses on it anymore. And the house that's that was on it, we're just going to tear it down and make it barren and nice and, and put a park here. We're going to dedicate that park to some white people down the road. I think they actually dedicated the park to a black person. But yeah, we're going we to do these gestures here. We're going to change the name of this town so it could no longer be connected to its history. And we're going to leave the property over there on the other side of the street. We're going to keep it of the name so that when people when people think about it, they just see that little street over there. But, okay, this was the historic place that everyone's talking about. But the historic place that everyone's talking about is actually across the street or built on this rich land. And it was a full black town, a full black town that governed itself. 
and like like right they let the police in they let the police in they let the government in so it's just things like that if you don't know your history you're definitely gonna repeat it i mean you're not repeat it you're gonna give it away you're gonna give away your history if you don't know it so those those are things that are going on in society right now why should we teach our kids black history I'll come back after the break and, and let you know. Why should we do it and how should we do it? My opinion. All right, so boom. Um, we 100% need a black coalition. and We need a black coalition for national information. We need a black coalition for state information. We need a black coalition for county information. And we need a black coalition for local information. Case in point, I come from a small town called Batesburg, Leesville, South Carolina. Um, in Batesburg, Leesville, South Carolina, it used to be two towns, one named Batesburg, one named Leesville. And I'm going to tell you some information that a lot of people from where I'm from don't know. And I know they don't know because I posted on Facebook last year. And I, they was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um. Black coalitions. Um, so when when they desegregated our area of South Carolina, um, the black school was in a black part of town. It was money. It cost a bunch of money. The black school was like two years old. There were the white school was old and decrepit. And on the main street, it was actually the white school was on the borderline of the white the white part of town and the black part of town. Again, um, a long time ago, Baseburg was a black town, Leesville was a white town. Um, that's only certain parts of Baseburg. I mean, that was black people switched back and forth, but it was like. 25, 75, and 75, 25. So that's that's the the general makeup of the towns. So when they desegregated and they decided that the next year, black people and white people was going to go to the same school, they was going to go to what was formerly the black people's school. However, going to school over there, it, it made a whole bunch of things happen. One, it would have made property value of all those black people houses go up like a mug. Two, White people will have to go to the black side of town in order to do things. Ooh. Right. And then three, it will devalue the property of the white people that stayed around the white high school. And there was no having any of that. Um, so the white high school was going to be condemned. But during the summer, right before school started, some white kids went and burnt down the whole high school, the black high school. So everyone didn't have any choice but to go to the white high school. Boo-hoo-hoo. Fast forward to today, that same area. Oh, so, so let's, let's, let me finish the first story. So they went to the middle. Everybody went to the white high school for a couple of years and they built a whole nother high school out in um the boondocks 
And then the high school was rent. The white high school was renovated into the middle school, and I went to school in that middle school. When my parents went to school, that middle school that I went to school in was a high school. The black side of town where that high school, the black high school was at, fast forward to today, no property value at all. The the property value has not gone up. They have not done anything to that side of town. Um, as the black society that we have basically bought that property and turned it into a park with nothing. And by park, I mean grass. <laughs> and I think there's a, a hand-drawn picture of the um, community park that was supposed to get put there uh, in the 1990s that never got put there. So, <clears throat> Black Coalition. If there were Black Coalitions everywhere, we could have one, a national order of things we would make sure Black kids know. Things that you should know as a black person, period. Um, therefore, we don't lose our history. We Everybody needs to know who Harriet Tubman is, who Sir John of Truth is, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Frederick Douglass. We, we're going to say Tupac. Um, um, Marcus Garvin. There, there are certain people, Rosa Parks. I keep naming men, but... It's a lot of women in the movement, too. There's certain people that everyone should know. Then there's certain people that you still should know about in your state. Like, and I always talk about Harriet Tubman, but a lot of people don't know that she led a union uprising with the slaves in South Carolina and beat the shit out of the Confederate Army. She. <laughs> if I say Robert Smalls, a lot of people from South Carolina don't know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So it is things you should know in your state, state history that you should know. And then that's regional history. Like you need to know who in your community do you go to who in your community did you have to go to? Who who were the people in your community that stood up for your community through time, throughout time? Because you need local heroes. You need state heroes. You need national heroes. And that way you don't forget your history. And then what everybody should do is follow their history tree. I am, I'm 40 years old and I just found out Two or three weeks ago, I found out I had family in Jacksonville, Florida. My One of my aunts has always told me that um, I grew up, I mean, my family history is from Rosewood, Florida. And knowing that uh, I might have family history that was well documented as one of the places that was blown up because black people got too healthy and rich and was able to take care of themselves without the dependency on white people. That 
it's also a reason to know where I come from. Like, <laughs> I need to know my down tree. Um, because if I have family in Jacksonville, Florida, and I'm looking at a map, and Jacksonville, Florida is really, in today's drive, maybe two hours away. That means it's like a train ride away, about three, four-day train ride back in Rosewood days, which is basically the way that they got out of town when it was burnt down. So there's things about my family history that I know. I mean, I walked into a a family reunion in Houston, Texas, for my family that no one knows anything about, which is a long-ass story, and I'm not going to go into it today, but... Let's just say I believe in fortunes because the way that event happened, I walked into a family reunion 15 hours away about a section of my family that I've never knew existed. Just on coincidence, that me and my brother wanted to go perform at a Bun B concert in Houston, Texas in 2010. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a long story, but th that's what happened. But just to summarize all this, uh, as these are supposed to be short, um, black history is something that we should all know. White people too, but we... If they don't want to learn the shit, they're, they're going to eventually have to learn the shit because we need to make sure that we know our black history. White people are going to have to learn it eventually because we are not going to lose faith in it. We're not going to lose touch of it. But we have to learn it first. And we have to make sure that we can coincide with each other, communicate with each other, work with each other in order to know all this stuff. Again, it's not about one person here, one person there. There are hundreds and thousands of black historical American figures that put us to where we are today. We have black inventors. We have black millionaires from 18, 1900s. Uh, we have people that we should always know about. Madam C.J. Walker. Uh, we, we always have people that we should know about. And it's for us not to know these people. It's just basically we are losing ourselves all over again. That's all I got to say about that. You can find me and everything that I do at www.distractionnetwork.com. Until next time, take care. They stop making my kind, yeah. I'm sleeping, but it's alright, cause I'm on the grind.